welcome to another brand new episode of the CBT podcast. My name is Daniela Luj, and today we have a very interesting topic. We shall be discussing society and mental health. It's quite broad as society does encompass so many different people and so many different things. But today we'll just be looking at the impact that sometimes we may be forgetting or we may ignore when it comes to the role society plays in either the in either ensuring we have better you know mental health or also perpetuating the lack of mental wellness. Today's guest is another amazing speaker and psychologist who will definitely give us a lot more insight on this particular topic. Thank you so much for joining us and let's get to it. So welcome to the CBT podcast to another great episode. And today we'll be talking about something fairly wide but really important um, considering um, it's something we think about but not maybe as intensely. And um, the guest that I have with me today is going to give us a lot of insight, I'm sure, on it. Today we'll be discussing society and mental health. Basically looking at, you know, what role society plays in mental health, what we can do, what, where we are now, and just how we can be better. And why it's important to really consider the society as as a whole, yeah, in terms of dealing with mental health. So, um, welcome, Pendo. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Great. So, maybe you could just first briefly introduce yourself and then we can jump right into it. Right. Um, my name is Pendo Ochala. I am a psychologist. I like to say in training. I also work as a social media manager at Chiromo Hospital Group, which mainly focuses on advocacy. So, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Great, thank you so much for giving us your time. So um, in your view, what or who would you say is the society? Right, um, there are a lot of definitions on who the society is and mm. I can choose to go on and on with these definitions. But I feel like the bottom line is society is you and me. And uh, the person you share the desk with, the person you buy groceries from, the person who charges you in a bus, uh, it is all of us. and. For this particular reason, I feel like emphasizing because I feel like people have more of a far-fetched idea of society, mm. but society also includes includes sorry mm. your brother, your sister, your mm. mom, your dad. The most basic element of the society is the family. Yeah, so, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I always feel when you say society, people think it's some complex idea exactly. or a complex group of people, and yeah. sometimes just as you said, you and me and those people closest to you. Yeah. Great. And in your view, why is mental health such a struggle to understand in our current society? Right. Um, mental health is, is a matter of the mind. And uh, the mind is very complex, very difficult to understand mm. with countless possibilities. And this is why it is easier to, people find it easier to comprehend and accept physical illnesses mm. compared to mental health matters yeah so um our minds are also difficult to interpret in that i can read all there is to know about uh mental health yeah. i can watch all the videos i can interact with persons with lived experience but without having actually experienced the mental illness mm-hmm. i can never truly understand 
what it's like. Yeah. Um, let's not discard the view that even if I were to experience it, mm. I might not have the same experience as someone, someone else. <laughs> True. So, yeah, I think another perpetuating factor will definitely be the immense stigma mm. that is related to matters mental health. Yeah. Uh, it may play a role in discouraging the want or the curiosity that people may have to learn more about mental health. Yeah. And eventually be in acceptance of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, very good point. So it's true, the mind is very complex. Yeah. And um it's still a very new concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is I don't know if is there enough information about it because I feel generally psychology is constantly growing. We're always doing research. We're always finding new ways in terms exactly. of treatment. The DSM, which is our quote unquote Bible, yes. we're on our fifth edition, exactly. <laughs> and possibility exactly. of going on in different editions. So that's actually I've never thought about that. The fact yeah. that it's quite complex and ever changing. Yeah. Are we expecting our society to catch up and move with exactly. us? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the mind and then also the stigma. The stigma. The stigma, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll talk more about the stigma. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Stigma it should be just its own topic as yeah. a whole. And um, what do you think are the challenges we face um, when society doesn't support those who have mental illnesses? Right. Uh, I, I think I, I still find a way to go back to stigma. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> stigma and discrimination from, from the society in regards to matters of mental health mm. plays a significant role in uh, impeding the recovery process. Yeah. of persons living with mental illnesses. Uh, people, okay, rather, these people are constantly subject to stigma mm. and discrimination from multiple aspects of their lives. Uh, a diagnosis puts one in a position where it's harder to secure a job. Mm. It's harder to be in a long-standing and a healthy relationship. Let yeah. me emphasize on that. Yeah. It makes it harder for them to exist in social circles. And uh, this is as a result of the stereotypes related to mental health mm. that are formed and uh, perpetrated by the society yeah. knowingly or unknowingly mm. you know so the society not supporting those with mental illnesses for lack of a better way uh, puts these people in a cycle okay. of ill mental health mm. uh, what do i mean by this the stereotypes slow down the acceptance process. Mm. It slows down the help-seeking behavior. Mm. And uh, this is to begin with. But even after accepting one's condition, even after seeking professional help, um, there's a lot of stigma and discrimination from the diagnosis. Mm. This is after seeking professional help and being diagnosed. So we see unemployment, uh, potentially challenged uh, living conditions that are associated to unemployment, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing not being able to establish and maintain long-standing romantic relationships. Mm. We're seeing not feeling included in the society. Yeah. All these factors are factors that are, or rather, are factors, that, factors that contribute to poor mental health. Mm. Yeah. Okay, wow. So many different points. Something <laughs> you've said that I absolutely love. Society affirms and perpetuates yeah. such powerful things. <laughs> you know, we affirm whether a mental illness is good or bad. Exactly. We can accept you and then we perpetuate it. If we refuse to accept it, it remains a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. And also something, I mean, we could go on and on the help-seeking behavior, yes. which is... And I'm sure with the work that you're doing with yeah. the digital work, really trying to 
normalize that and make sure people know there's access to that fantastic work by the way now make sure i leave a link on that so that people can follow because yeah i really do feel you make it more accessible and mm-hmm. it's made easier and you remove the stigma in one way or another as you said you society is you and i yeah <laughs> so yeah that's that's very interesting and um you know, society, we said, is you and me, but um, everyone wants to feel they belong. I guess it's... it's human. Yeah. It's, it's human. It's yes. human. Yeah, because we're social beings. You want to feel like right. you belong to something. Yeah. So why should it be society's, you and I, responsibility in ensuring mental wellness, you know, for ourselves and for those around us? Why? Yeah, it's almost like, why should we care? Most importantly, straight mm. to the point, is yeah. just to break this cycle. Yeah. Uh, the society holds great power that I feel like sometimes it is underrated. Mm. Uh, the society sanctions what is right and wrong. Yeah. It is the society that states what is acceptable or what is not. Yeah. Who you want to be associated with or not. Mm. So as much as the this power that the society holds is sometimes channeled towards. Uh, the wrong means, mm. I feel like through awareness creation, the society has the power to change the narrative mm. about mental health. Yeah. To one where mental health is more acceptable, mm. it is more normalized, as you say. Yeah. It is perceived no different actually from physical illnesses mm. because people always see mental health and they're like, that's something totally different. different. Yeah. Someone has cancer, someone has diabetes. People are more receptive to that compared to someone having a uh, you know, ADHD diagnosis or yeah. something. So yeah, mm. people being more accepting to mental illness. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's very true. We have downplayed the power society has, yeah. or maybe some people choose to ignore how powerful or just how, what society thinks of their mental illness and how that affects how they behave, how mm-hmm. they perceive things. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, being aware of that power and making sure you're using it yeah. very well. <laughs> so um. We've talked about how, you know, it would be very beneficial for Mm -hmm. society to be accepting of, you know, those who have mental illnesses. You know, if they were more accepting, we can see changes in those individuals themselves. Mm -hmm. But does society benefit in any way when they accept those who have mental, you know, illnesses? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how does society benefit by taking mental illnesses seriously? Um... Yeah, society and individuals suffering from mental illnesses. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing two major benefits mm. when it comes to society taking mental wellness seriously. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to uh, address this, having that persons living with mental illnesses are also part of our society, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking of two major benefits. One, the normalization of mental health. Mm. The society not stigmatizing yeah. mental ill health. I'm thinking people taking more interest in learning more about mental illnesses mm. and probably consequently yeah. appreciating the journey that individuals living with mental illnesses go through, yeah. you know, actively breaking the cycle, mm. uh, knowing that mental illness is not a disability, you yeah. know, and sorry, and actively working on being more inclusive of these people, more inclusive of mental illnesses. Notice that I am using the word working, people working towards, because this mm. is this will not just happen in one day. It takes effort, right. it takes understanding, it takes a lot. Yeah. It doesn't happen in a day. We need to actively work towards that. Mm. 
And uh, the next benefit I'm seeing will probably be the preventive mm-hmm. and the promotive element of, element of it. Yes. In that, through learning more about mental health, mm. people are now aware of some of the uh, potential causative factors yeah. behind mental illnesses, you know? Mm. Uh, people can be are in a position to understand what role does stress play in our day yeah. daily lives, you know? Uh, what is the importance of work-life balance? Mm. What is the importance of dealing with grief, you know? Yeah. And in the promotive element of it, people are in a position to understand what role sleep plays, you know, something as basic as sleep. Our diet, you know, mm. practicing mindfulness. We're in a position where uh, or rather, we are looking at a society that is more appreciative of mental illnesses, mm. and in addition to that, a promotive of mental wellness. Yeah. Look into ways to promote their mental wellness. Yeah. From the most basic mm. ways. Yeah. 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 I couldn't agree more, especially the concept of learning, because yeah. um, I think in therapy we do so much psychoeducation, mm-hmm. and as you said, so it's basic things. You know, yeah. People think sleeping and eating. Yeah. I mean, those can suffer, which is true. Many times in any mental illness are the first ones to really suffer, but they're so important, you know? So if people learned more, got the right information, Mm -hmm. because then that's another thing we could go on to, there's so much information, (laughs) misinformation. A lot. Yeah, when it comes to mental health, I don't know where it comes from, but (laughs) we'll we'll tackle that one day, but there's a lot of misinformation, you know, out there. And then people come up with, very different perceptions mm-hmm. of mental health. Exactly. But I'd not thought about it that way. Knowledge is power. If people were more aware of their own mental wellness, yeah. it would have a very good ripple effect. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, certainly a much better society. <laughs> so um, what would you suggest, yeah, um, as a society? What can we do? Even just tiny daily habits, you know, to practice, either to ensure our own mental illness or to ensure we're helping the mental wellness of those around us. Right. Um, I think I, I, for some reason I have to go back to stigma mm. and the, the, the power that is in knowledge. Yes. I feel like uh, a huge part of the stigma around mental health comes from a point of ignorance. Mm. So what you can do as a society, things that you can do to help with this yeah. is be curious. I just, as in simply, <laughs> let's just be curious. Yeah put ourselves out there in terms of learning more about matters of mental health. Mm. If you're a book person, get the books read. Yes. If you're if that's not your thing, if you're more of a videos videos kind of person, go to YouTube, get the videos. Yes. Listen to podcasts mm. like this and you know, yeah. just find whatever it is you can to learn more about mental health. Because mm. I feel like through learning that, we yeah. put ourselves in a position to understand mental health better. Mm. Um that I think that's basically it. We just have yes. to put ourselves out there and mm. learn as much as we need to. Yes. So that even when we're acting, we're acting from an informed point of view, yes. not just from common and sometimes inaccurate beliefs. Yeah. So yeah. So be curious. Be make curious. and as you said, resources are there. Yeah. So many resources, uh, viable resources, yes. you know, places you can trust. Yeah. So be curious and get the information you need. The right information. The right information, <laughs> not just any information. Yeah. Great. So, um, you know, what would your parting shot be as we are wrapping up? Um, I think I'd say that as a society, we still have a long way to go. Definitely, we yeah. still have a long way to go in normalizing the conversation. Mm. But I cannot ignore the fact that we have come as a society. Oh, yes. 
you know. Uh, I always feel happy every time I'm opening the newspaper and I see an article on mental health. Yes. Or I'm watching the news and I just see a feature on mental health. Mm. We, we, are, we are making strides yes. in normalizing this conversation. Mm. And uh, as probably you would have expected me to be like, uh, <laughs> we're not doing well in all of that. Yeah. I want to appreciate the fact that you have come yes. so far. Yeah. The activists who are out there, the mental health advocates, mm. persons living with mental uh, illnesses who are coming out to their stories. Yes. We are doing a lot in normalizing mm. this uh, narrative around mental yes. health. And uh, I believe with what you're putting out there, mm. we are definitely, if not pushing or rather pulling millions into this uh, journey, mm. at least one person. Yeah. And that should be, I feel like that should be enough. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, um, we are really doing a lot. We have a long way to go, mm. but we are somewhere. Yeah. And I want to appreciate that. That's really important. Gratitude yeah. is important. <laughs> if you're not yes. able to see how far you've gone, you'll never appreciate but you won't even know when you get there because exactly. you always we should be here should be doing so exactly. that's true <laughs> yeah it's a great way to end it to be able to think about and appreciate how far we've come yeah. and um yeah in making as i said through the work that you're doing with um you know Tremor mental health um hospital group yeah really getting the information out there and giving society resources which mm-hmm. they really need so congratulations yeah. and a great job so Thank far you are also doing a lot Ish, we're doing our best <laughs> oh, we get to once in a while <laughs> but we want to bring you on board and mm-hmm. um yeah let people hear what you've done so find what the plans are and yeah. how they can reach out and contact you as well Thank you for that. We are all in the same journey, all yes. driven by the same goal, creating awareness on mental health. Oh, we shall just end it right there. Thank you so <laughs> much you for joining us today. Yeah. And thank, um, thank you so much for listening. And yes, we shall see you in the next episode. so much for listening to today's podcast it was a pleasure having you on board thank you once again to all our guests in today's uh, podcast session as always please be sure to follow us on our different social media pages it is cbt kenya on all the three platforms that is facebook twitter and instagram and of course share this podcast with a friend who will share with another friend and yes let's share mental wellness